Amen. Let's stand and give God a hand clap of praise this morning. Amen. He alone is worthy of our praises. Amen. Amen. It's good to have brother and sister Narlock with us this morning. We are looking forward to their ministry. Amen. Of singing and preaching today. Amen. It's hard to believe that it's been almost two years since we've been to, to Jerusalem. Amen. Together. But we're glad they're here this morning with us. Amen. And looking forward to their ministry. Amen. I'm telling you, God is doing great things already. Amen. In the year 2021. Amen. God is already moving and working, pouring out his salvation, people getting baptized in Jesus' name. There's no telling what God can do and will do in this house this morning. The Bible says that the angels cried holy, holy, holy unto God. I wonder if we can just take, amen, their example this morning. And let's just lift our hands to heaven. And let's cry holy unto our God this morning. And let's welcome his presence into this house today. Amen. Let's let him know that we love him. We appreciate him this morning. Amen. For what he's going to do for us today. Let's worship God together today.
Oh, 
Come on, somebody, do you believe it today? Falling in love with Jesus. Falling in love with Jesus. You don't know what love is until you fall in love with Jesus. There's no way that you can, you have an example to compare. Jesus' love transcends everything that you've ever noticed and that you've ever known. His love is amazing. And it's because he loves us that we can go to him in prayer and we can have our needs met because he is a gracious and loving father. Do you love him today? Is it the best decision that you've ever made? The best thing you've ever done? Hallelujah. We want to go to God in prayer. We want to pray for Sister Barfield. She's going to have a surgery on Wednesday, and so we really need to pray for her. And Sister Jeanette, uh, her brother passed away. So we need to pray for that family, pray for Sister Jeanette and her family. In Jesus' name, we need to pray for uh, Abatha and Brother Jerry. I believe that they're real sick today. So we need to pray that God would heal them. There's a lot of needs in the house. And I know that you have a lot of needs that you have and that you'd like to have prayer today. For, for time's sake, we're going to ask that you not come up for prayer, but that you pray from your seat there. And we're going to touch God, and we're going to go to God on behalf of these situations. And also, there is an urgency or seemingly feeling an urgency in the hour to pray for this country, to pray for the future days ahead. Uh, there's all kinds of talk about this and that and what could be and what could possibly happen. We have no fear because we know that God is in control of everything. And we know that he is able to do anything and everything. But we don't know exactly what's gonna, what we're going to face in the coming weeks and in the coming days. But uh, we're going to pray. We're going to pray for this country and we're going to pray for the leaders of this country. In the name of Jesus. So why don't you just stretch your hands up right now. Let's go to God in prayer. Precious God, loving Father. We thank you. We bless you. And we magnify you today. We thank you for the opportunity to feel your presence. To bask in your glory, oh God. To feel what it's like to have the hand of the master physician. To touch our heart, God. To touch our bodies. To touch our minds. And to touch our souls, God. Thank you for being so good to us and so loving, God. We pray right now that you would reach out and touch Sister Barfield, God. Hallelujah. We pray that you would heal her body even before the surgery, God. We know that you're able to do it, God. In the name of Jesus, touch her right now in the powerful name of Jesus. Touch Sister Jeanette, God, and her family in the loss of her brother. God, we pray that you would bring comfort and help and healing to them in the name of Jesus God Lord would you just reach down God and just slip into the room where they are God and would you just wrap your arms of comfort around them right now in the name of Jesus and calm that storm in their heart oh God we pray that you would touch sister Tabitha and brother Jerry God 
In the name of Jesus, we pray that you would heal their bodies even right now. Hallelujah, God. All the needs that are present here today, online, God, on the screen, you would know it all, God. You have known of everything, God. There's nothing hidden from you, God. Nothing has taken you by surprise. In the name of Jesus, there is an orchestrator involved in all of this, God. And so we go to you in prayer for this country, God, for our fellow Americans, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We ask you, God, that you would give strength. We ask you, God, that you would give the help, the stamina, God, that we can get through what's coming our way, God, in the powerful name of Jesus. Lord, you fed your prophet with ravens. God, you parted red seas. You did all those miraculous things. And you will do it again in the name of Jesus. You will take care of your people, God. You will help us through God. Hallelujah. In the powerful name of Jesus.
dismiss our Sunday school classes ages two to six years old. Praise God. So if the teachers want to go ahead and start taking the children back to Sunday school this morning, praise God. We appreciate hallelujah. Amen. Uh, you being here this morning, let's, we appreciate our visitors here this morning. Hallelujah. Let's give our visitors a hand clap of appreciation. We got several visitors in the house this morning. Hallelujah. And we are so grateful that they woke up this morning to coming to church here at Higher Praise Tabernacle on their mind. Praise God. Hallelujah. So good to see you today. Amen. Uh, last week, my wife and I were not, we were out of town. We're not in our, in the last Sunday service, nor were we in the Monday night prayer meeting. Praise God. We were not, we missed the Sunday service and the Monday night prayer meeting. Praise God. Hallelujah. But my wife called. Amen. Uh, I think it was Tuesday morning to find out how everything went. Amen. How the prayer meeting went. Praise God. And Hallelujah. We were told, Brother Norlock, amen, that we had the biggest crowd. Amen. I think they counted about 65 people here, amen, in our prayer meeting. Praise God on Monday night. Praise God. So, hallelujah. That, that, that's certainly a positive. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Thank you for coming and thank you for praying. Hallelujah. If we've ever prayed before, we need to be praying now. It's crunch time. It's crunch time. We don't know what's going to take place. Hallelujah. In the course of the next few weeks, we don't have, amen, uh, any idea of what's going to happen. But it's crunch time, praise God. It's time to either get in or get out. Amen. Amen. You understand what I'm saying? Hallelujah. Does everybody here understand what I'm saying? It's crunch time. Hallelujah. Amen. In the scope of eternity, it's crunch time. Hallelujah. It's time to be making our way into the house of God. Amen. Falling in love with Jesus, wrapping our arms around Jesus. Amen. And just hanging on for the ride. Hallelujah. Come on now. Amen. I don't know what's going to happen, but I certainly, amen, I'm wanting to be holding on to Jesus through whatever does happen. Praise God. I want to encourage the 65 that came last Monday, amen, to come back this Monday night and pray. Hallelujah, because prayer works. Hallelujah. How do you know prayer works? Amen. I know prayer works because, hallelujah, I see Brother Brian Haley back there in the back of the church this morning. Amen. He's been sick for a number of weeks now. Hallelujah. But he's back in the house of God. Hallelujah. Amen. You know why? Because somebody thought about praying for him. Amen. I know prayer works because Sister Drake is sitting right over here. She got some good reports. Amen. On all of the tests. Amen. That she had run. Amen. Prayer works. Prayer works. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I know prayer works because Sister Chris here has had us praying, amen, for a little while now about a friend of hers, hallelujah, that was sure. They were pretty much sure that she had cancer or thought that she had cancer. Hallelujah. Sister Chris, you want to you tell us the outcome of those tests? There was no cancer. Hallelujah. 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 My God, my God, you know why there was no cancer? Because somebody pled the blood of Jesus over that young lady. Hallelujah. Thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God. Prayer still works. Hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah. 
Amen. I'm not going to spend a lot of time up here. Praise God this morning. I want Brother Narlock. Appreciate Brother Narlock coming. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, Brother Rose said it's been two years since you've been here. And it hasn't been quite that long. <laughs> huh? Oh, to, oh, the trip to Jerusalem. Okay. I, was just, I thought he said two years since you've been here. He was here uh, last March. Praise God. When the COVID crisis hit. Praise God, and they were a little bit nervous about getting out of here and getting home because they were shutting down state lines and all kind of crazy stuff. Hallelujah. We hope he didn't bring all that stuff to us, now, did he? <laughs> no, we're not going to bring uh, blame Brother Norlock for the COVID, amen, stuff. Praise God. But we're, we're amen, uh, he travels the country. He goes to churches all, uh, all across this country, and he's seeing the same things there that we're seeing here. We're all hearing, seeing Amen, the same thing. Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, and, and again, I want to uh, reiterate this one more time. Praise God. The next couple of weeks in, our, in, our, in the history of this nation. Praise God. We don't know what's going to happen. Praise God. There, amen. There's all kinds of talk of all kinds of crazy stuff happening. Praise God. Hallelujah. So we just need to be alert, awake, and, and alive. And amen. Have our eyes open, our ears open, our heartbeat. Amen. Uh, uh, in touch with God. Hallelujah. We need to be praying like we've never prayed before. Amen. We need to be lifting up the name of the Lord. We need to be calling on God. Hallelujah. That, that may be what all of this stuff is all about anyway. Amen. To get the church back on their face praying. Amen. And seeking their God the way that they need to pray and seek their God. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, it is certainly everything that's happened this past year and everything that they're talking about could happen in the new future. Amen. Has certainly got higher praise tabernacle praying. Hallelujah. We want to keep on doing that, folks. Come on now. Hallelujah. Our salvation is in our prayer. Praise God. Hallelujah. If our land is going to be healed, it's going to be because we prayed. It's going to be because the believers, the saints of God, the children of God prayed for their nation. Hallelujah. Amen. So, Brother Narlock, I, I got to get out of here. Get out of the way. Praise God. Amen. Now, come on in. We love Brother Narlock. We love his wife sitting over here. We want them to come and sing and preach and obey God this morning. We do have to leave here kind of quickly after church today. We got to get to McDonough to another church service at 2 o'clock. Amen. So I don't know how much time we're going to get to hang around and fellowship with y'all folks after church. Amen. But we're going to do the best that we can. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's give Brother Narlock a hand clap of appreciation. Hallelujah. Somebody say, preach to us this morning. Preacher. Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Pastor Morrell. Could somebody one more time pop to your feet? Let's give Jesus a round of applause together. Come on, that's it. Hallelujah. He's worthy of our praise. He's president and resident here. Could you put your heart in your hands? Somebody love him. Come on with your voice. My lips shall praise him. Thus will I bless him. Hallelujah. Come on, isn't he new and fresh every morning? Great is his faithfulness. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, amen. Look at your neighbor with the Pentecostal grin. Tell him it's still happening in the house. Could you do it? Praise the Lord. Amen. We are delighted to be in higher praise. Amen. This is one of our Georgia homes. Amen. And we feel just like family. Thank you for rolling out the red carpet, making us feel that way down in the south. Hallelujah. Pastor Sister Morrell, amen. Great friends in the gospel. Love y'all. Your family. Amen. Elder, uh, amen. God bless you. Other ministers. We're just, we're just grateful. To, I don't want to take this for granted. Not even a smidge. Amen. I'm just glad to be in the house. 
Mm, praise the Lord. You may be seated if you feel. Uh, amen. And my thank you, choir. Thank you, praise team, musicianship. How many appreciated that? Amen. Wonderful. Don't ever take it for granted. Good stuff. Great stuff. My creates the avenue of, uh, amen, the word to go forth, and we thank God for that. Appreciate my wife being with me here today. Uh, amen. Our baby just got married in October. Uh, in a 17-month window, all three are married. Somebody pray for dad. Hallelujah. And mom. <laughs> amen. But we're grateful. Uh, amen. We've got three other children that have joined the family uh, that have just blessed us greatly, and we thank God for that. Amen, amen. Brother, it has been almost a year, and it's hard to believe in the 2020. You've heard enough about 2020, I'm sure. Amen, but it's been a great exposure. Uh, amen. From prime ministers, presidents, pastors, saints, no matter where you are, fence riders were exposed. Uh, amen. You had to make a decision. Amen. I'm going to go, amen, farther than I've ever been, or I'm going to recede from revival. Amen. But thank God for saints of God like you that are in the house of the Lord today that said there's no better place to be than those, amen, that have been set free. One thing that I've desired, that will I seek after. Hallelujah. Dwell in the house. Amen. I got to talking to Sister Nolik. We were mentioning a year ago, brother, you mentioned a COVIDian kind of pandemic, co uh, amen, COVID um, uh, baloney, corona, amen, whatever you want to call it. Don't, don't get me wrong. I know there's a real element, amen, uh, but there's a big Trojan horse that has inflated that so big. But anyway, I, I want to say my, I remember just uh, the Lord just dealing with this church, blessing this church, and uh, we didn't know if the borders were going to be closed and different things, and, and now we're at another crossroads nationally. We really are. Things have taken place. Fasten your seatbelts, get your crash helmets on. Amen. Rapture's coming. We're fixing to fly. Hallelujah. And I don't think for a moment when he said you're coming out of Israel that there was a post. A post somewhere. Oh, we're, the Red Sea's going to be parted today. My, this is good. Everybody, let's get ready to go. They didn't know what was going to happen. They didn't know how God was going to deliver. They didn't know, amen, if their sandals were going to last. They didn't know where Moses was going, but they just said, we're getting out of bondage and we're trusting God and we're believing God for a miracle. So no matter what takes place, he's still going to part the Red Sea. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful. Amen, that this is not out of God's control and he is not caught by surprise Amen. Somebody say, God's got this. At the same time, from various sources, I was talking to your pastor. Uh, amen. Various sources, good sources. And we don't know if they're hearing lies or what's going on, but uh, from a diversity of voices, uh, amen, that are credible, we've heard, amen, there could be a, a, a certain militant lockdown in the nation and an emergency broadcast system this week, whatever's taking place. Something's going to give. Something somewhere. I don't know what it is. Uh, amen. I want peace and prosperity. But uh, I thank God for truth, and truth has got to stand in this country. Praise God. And I thank the Lord for that. So, uh, amen. Some are saying, my, get water, get, get to your gas tanks topped off, and uh, amen. Get a loaf of bread, two, three, four, five of those, or whatever it is, we're just going to be ready for whatever God has in store. So I thank the Lord for that. I think down south, it's always milk and bread. 
am, am I right? It's always, <laughs> I think the bread, amen, you better get someone that's good because the bread's going. Praise the Lord. Uh, amen. Uh, up north, it's a little different. I don't know what it is, brother, but uh, amen. We're so thankful for his protecting hand. We're going to sing one song. Get out of the way for the word of the Lord. My, it's good to be here in the house. You are not a God created by human hands. You are God alone. And I know you know the song the choir's probably sang it last Sunday. I don't even know if we can get it out on a Sunday morning. Amen. But how many know that he is still on the throne? Praise God. Help us sing it today. Praise God. You are not a God created by human hands. You are not a God dependent on any mortal man. Anything we can give by your plan, that's just the way it is. You are not a God created by human hands. You are not a God dependent on any mortal man.
Hallelujah. Come on, I'm an our believer, unshakable, unstoppable. Come on, aren't you glad he's the same yesterday, today, and forever? You are God alone. Amen. He's not some three-headed God. He's not Jehovah Junior sitting in the palms somewhere. Amen of Yehovah. But he's the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, President Resident. And he's living on the inside. Oh, brother, we're a walking, talking tabernacle. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, if you got your Bibles, I want you to stand in the house of the Lord. Thank you, brothers. I had just asked for a podium uh, down below. Uh, amen. Sometimes we get about as hyper as a cat on a hot tin roof. Amen. <laughs> and we're kind of up and down. And so I thought I'm just going to bring it down and stay down. Is that all right? Uh, amen. And uh, so we, we just thank God for everyone. Brother, my Israel, uh, some of these uh, Israel camaraderies and uh, just all kinds of things. Uh, marriage retreats and Wow, just preaching, reaching. I remember even in the old building just a little bit. I was telling Pastor Mai just how fantastic this sanctuary looks. Uh, Saints, you were blessed to have a comfortable place to come and worship the Lord. How about it? Praise God. Amen. Your CDs in the vestibule. will be anybody interested. There's probably some old news back there, but uh, maybe there's someone that is not. Uh, we are in between editing with our prayer journal. That's one reason it's not out there. Uh, I, I believe we had the prayer journal advertised last time, uh, and uh, it, with, with the new batch coming, we've seen a couple of things that could be corrected, and that's a good thing. So we're right in between that. I'm probably fixing to get it in a week, week and a half. Anybody needs some, we can send them to you or to the church, however that goes. Uh, the Lord is blessing in the sense we're wrapping up for a brand new book, uh, amen, and we're looking, already writing different things, and so we covered your prayers there, uh, amen, going to be a real book book, amen, 100 pages or more, <laughs> hallelujah, uh, amen, but I pray the prayer journal has helped somebody and blessed you, I pray that you hadn't swatted flies with it or something, uh, amen, but uh, also the family is talking about, uh, amen, 22, January of 22, for a family musical project, singing project. Brother Micah has written some songs. Sister Mariah has written some songs. We've got some songs. And uh, so we're going to try it. Now that they're adults, <laughs> amen, so they're just the classics to get us uh, all under one roof and get that done. Uh, praise God. So God's good. Uh, amen. We had to cancel a, a conference in Germany last year, a conference with my son preaching uh, in Jordan, the country of Jordan last year canceled. Uh, Israel was canceled in October. We set it for this coming May. Uh, but I don't, maybe, we're still not going to be going, uh, amen, the way things are happening. We're finding out next week where they're going to push it up again. So, But if you're interested in any way, bluezionministries.com, and there's something concerning Israel there as well. So uh, feel free to look uh, at that. Praise the Lord. I'm going to help us preach just a little bit. Amen. I feel Holy Ghost in the house. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, my, I don't want every time the, Narlux come, there's a harbinger of some sort. <laughs> Planet Mars is going to hit, hit us next year or something. And we're invited to preach here. <laughs> Amen. It'll be harbinger, Narlock, or narbinger. You'll just, it's good to have the narbingers with us. <laughs> Amen. Brother, love you, sir. It's good to see our friends. My, uh, just, just awesome to see God's people. And uh, we love God's people. You need the church like you've never, never needed it before. Thank you for hearing prayer, 60-some. Make it 100-and-some. Just keep doing what you're doing. 
Amen. I thank God for you. Higher, higher praise. Book of Luke, chapter number 21. Amen. And I want to go to verse number 9. Amen, Luke. Amen, chapter 21, verse number 9. Once again, I appreciate my wife. I thank God for her. This year is going to be 34 years. Amen, that the Lord has allowed us to be together. And I thank the Lord for that. Uh, amen. We're still trucking for truth and believe in the Lord. Amen. It's just been fantastic. Since pastoring, brother, we've been on the road now again four years and I can barely believe it. Uh, amen. God's blessing and, and we're living the dream. Praise the Lord. Amen. Somebody ought to smile till your teeth are dry. Amen. Uh, some of you look like you drank four glasses of lemon juice in the best of you. <laughs> Hallelujah. Anybody with me in the cheap seats back there? Praise God. Oh, appreciate sound men with sound mind again. God bless you all. Here we are. Luke chapter 21, verse number 9. It says, And as soon then as they were come to land, they saw a fire of coals there, and fish laid thereon. Oh, by the way, some bread. <laughs> Amen. And bread. And Jesus, Yeshua saith unto them, Bring of the fish which ye have now caught. Amen. Go ahead and bring some of that which you just pulled out of the sea. And Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land full of great fishes. Matter of fact, the scripture mentions 153. I love the specificity that's here. Amen. God, amen, as you count your blessings, will fulfill that count. Amen. And for all there were so many, yet was not the net broken. And Jesus saith unto them, come and dine. And none of the disciples durst ask him, who art thou, knowing that it was the Lord. He has a pattern. He has, as if it were, brother, a uh, schematic of blessing that you cannot deny. How many know when God's moving on the scene? How many know when 153, amen, has just been dropped at your door? God's got this. And if I could, I'd like to preach in your hearing just for the next few moments of your time. Amen. Simply, amen. Living in between the two fires. Living in between the two fires. Because at one fire, Peter remembers and he was cussing like a sailor. And now there's another fire. And Peter, you're not meant to live in between them. Hallelujah. Come and dine. There is a supernatural invitation to the fire of Pentecost today. Amen. Could you go to the Lord in prayer with me? Father, we thank you. Touch every brother and sister that's in this house. Thank you for higher praise. Every family, every amen young person, God, every individual, God, from children to the elders, God. Amen. We exercise our faith today. The seeds have been planted. The water is flowing. The harvest is growing. God, help us to break out the salvation sickle. Amen. And bring in, God, that harvest. Hallelujah. It's white. It's ready. We give you the praise, God, that should bless this church again and again. We ask it in Jesus' name. Somebody shout in Jesus' name. Could you place your Bibles gently on the pew next to you? Clap your hands under the Lord one more time. Somebody, hallelujah. Woo, praise God. Come on, could you clap because he's here? Could you clap because Jesus has got it? Hallelujah. Woo. 
Amen, amen. I don't know if you can shake a few hands or give amen five or six high fives or whatever it is, but tell somebody, amen, how much you appreciate them in the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Amen. I, I wonder today if you could clap your hands one more time just to let somebody know, amen, I'm still Pentecostal in this pew. Matter of fact, you might want to say, amen, if you plan on worshiping with me, look out because I feel a little Holy Ghost spell coming up. Woo, somebody say hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And so diving into uh, the word of the Lord today, now, again, the good old cliche, I don't want to bore anybody out of their gourd and make the brain drain to the socks. But I believe, amen, there is a stir in the land, brother, there is, amen, the times that Jesus said we'd be living in, we're living in. As a matter of fact, with some of our prophecy seminars and PowerPoints that the Lord has allowed us to do, amen, we can barely keep up and churches are latching on to that and teaching and preaching of the different things, but I literally believe that we're living in the decade of destiny. Amen. Brother, Pastor, we're on the cusp of the seven years. The Antichrist has probably brushed his teeth this morning. Uh, he's probably put his shoes on. He's probably already ate some breakfast and supper. He's a, 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 a real figure out there somewhere living, walking, talking this earth. We're that close. With Israel and all the nations, even including Sudan lately, that's jumping on board, <clears throat> amen, to create this colossal amount of nations to where the Bible says that the Antichrist, amen, shall confirm a covenant with many. And unless there's a different peace pact coming down the road, I'm unaware of, brother, amen, there are many that are jumping on board for a peace pact to be signed or confirmed. That's all he's got to do is to confirm something that already exists. And there is something Basically, that already exists. And so we're living in those kinds of times where the dust of the hooves of the apocalyptic horses are coming over the horizon and the ground is trembling and you can sense it in your soul. Amen. There's a certain discipleship and discernment that gets a hold of your heart. Amen. And your heart beats faster than ever before knowing, amen, that the eastern sky is going to be split, the trumpet is going to sound, and amen, the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout. And the the voice of the archangel. Somebody say hallelujah. Oh, if there's ever a time to pray, pray now. If there's ever a time to love your family, love your family now. If there's ever a time to support your pastor, do it now. If there's ever a time to love, live Jesus, do it right. Somebody say right now. Ooh, hallelujah. Could you clap your hands again to the Lord? Hallelujah. Pardon me, saints. I'm, I just feel a little excited this morning. I'm, I'm going to probably spray it instead of say it, brother, once again. You are, are in the splash zone. Praise God. I'll just hand you my hanky and we'll keep on preaching. Is that, is that all right? Hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, section C. Anybody with me over here? Oh, let's look at it then. We've got this man called Peter. Amen. This impetuous kind of fella. Lord, I'll go all the way, come what may. Amen. Doesn't matter what anybody says. And to his credit, brother, he does discern, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. Amen. As Jesus heralds upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. 
something about this man, Peter, but brother, when the crunch time came, where the rubber met the road, where the crossroads of the pattern of that which seems an atrocity was fixing to unfold, when the eye contact held tight and the cock crowed in the distance, Peter understood that he failed him warming himself by a fire. Amen. Intimidated, as it were, in the flesh and in the mind and psyche by a maiden of the temple precinct. You are the one from Galilee. Your speech betrays you. There's something about attesting to your mannerisms and who you are that say, amen, you've been with Jesus. Aren't you glad, saints of God, that wherever you walk and talk, there are those from a distance that simply say there's something about those people Amen. I can testify that they've been to an apostolic church, that they've, amen, have something about those young people that, amen, we may not be able to figure it all out, but, amen, they're from a higher place and higher praise. Oh, somebody say yes. Let me be guilty of dwelling with Jesus. Let me be guilty of breaking bread with him. Let me be guilty, hallelujah, of running the race. Oh, somebody say yes. And so, brother, with all of that cock crowing, warming himself by the fire, he says, I don't know him once. I don't know him twice. He fusses and cusses. Amen. I don't know him was the thrice. And the cock begins to crow. Amen. And so I say that Peter, weeping profusely, finding some kind of place, brother, to repent and thank God for that, the opposite of a Judas, amen, is the man called Peter, hallelujah, that finds that place. His heart was ripe for a turnaround. <laughs> but I don't know what caused it, brother. I'm not exactly sure. Maybe it was the luring. Maybe it was, amen, the cosmology and the topography and the geography, if you please, that, amen, I've got to get back to my homeland. There, there's something about going home that causes you to think. There's something about sitting in front of your fire, brother, with a, amen, a glass of or a cup of hot chocolate with little marshmallows floating on it. Oh, don't you want to go there? Amen. That make you begin to understand, wait a minute, amen, I, I think I've done something wrong or I might need to repent or, wow, thank the Lord for that blessing, amen, that's taking place. My, my, my home home is North Dakota, uh, amen, originally way up there. Uh, and brother, I, 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 from time to time, we'll go back over there where the Red River is in Minnesota, North Dakota meet, and it's a flat, flat land. Brother, the biggest hill there is the overpass. And I'm not kidding. Hallelujah. Check it out. As a matter of fact, brother, I'm going to say it again. Amen. It's so flat, you can watch your dog run away for two weeks. Oh, yes. <laughs> But there's something that's still beautiful about it. You can see cumulus clouds come in from miles away. You don't want to run out of gas, brother, at 30 below wind chills. Amen. You may see lights in the distance, but they could be 16 miles away yet <laughs> that you're seeing. So you got to have your tank up and ready to roll out. Somebody say, yeah. But home brings it out. And Peter went home. We were telling it on the tour as we were in the boat, and I think it was the tour guide, Pastor, I don't know if you can remember. Amen. But from time to time, amen, I recollect this. 
Because on the boat, as it was stopped and silent in the sea as glass, as it were, you could see the coastal line, amen, of Capernaum in the distance, Jesus' ministerial home base. Hallelujah. Peter was from this area. And he understood, no, James, John, and others were from this area. Most of the disciples were most likely from this area. But he simply said, amen, look at this, from here to here, on this coastal area, 70% of Jesus' ministry was done there. That's quoted in the Gospels. Wow. Amen. Peter began to soak it all in, all of this ministry that Jesus, amen, had imparted. Brother, as if it were springboarded into eternity. Everything began to come crashing in on him. Hallelujah. And I don't know, do you see it, Peter? He even healed your mother-in-law at that city right over there. And that's still a good thing, praise the Lord. Stick with me, sister in law Hallelujah. Amen. God done great things for you, Brother Pete. And then, brother, he says, I'm going fishing. And he did, still, still wrestling within his soul, trying to think it out at home, wondering what the world we're going to do. Anybody ever been there? Oh, yeah. Why don't you look at your neighbor and say, what the world we're going to do? Well, hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Some of you look like you've never seen a strawberry blonde preacher before. Or is it strawberry silver? Hallelujah. What, 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 do you, what do you preach and preacher? Amen. All of a sudden, brother, I'm going. Amen. Nothing happens all night long. Brother, these are night fish. When you fish for these fish, they bite at night. They weren't crazy. They knew when to fish. These are fishermen. These are nocturnal catchers. But nothing happened. And <laughs> there's someone on the beach. <laughs> Amen. Who don't know anything about, you know, throwing nets. Not in the natural. He can swing a hammer. Amen. He can posture the chisel just right. Amen. But as far as fish, <laughs> excluded. But there it is. Coals. Amen. Fish. Little bread. And John catches it first. You, whoa. Wait a minute. After they begin to drag in when the standby person says, Throw out again. That sounds reminiscent. But as soon as, brother, there's a bunch of, as if it were a thousand, it may seem, 153, amen, silver flapping fish with gills. Oh, John says he gets the revelation. I know who that is. Amen. And Peter all of a sudden goes, somebody say, wow. wow. Say it backwards. Oh, yeah. He says something about this, and he dives in like a missile after girding himself with the outer garment that he had laid aside to fish. Amen. And then he comes with this urgency and a heavy load, amen, to the shore, crawls up the bank, if you will, sands are on his knees, amen, in between his toes, but he looks into the eyes of the Messiah, amen, and the lips of heaven tell him, Come and dine. <laughs> he didn't 
point a nail-scarred hand and said, I told you so. You should have never cowered. You should have never bent back. You should have never, amen, denied me and who I am in your life. Brother, he never kicked him in the shins and made a Peter, amen, wish he would never fish. Amen. Make him feel, amen, that all is lost. But instead, he says, come and dine. The master calleth. There's bread and fish on the fire. I'm here to preach to someone in simplicity. You cannot stay between the fires of failure and Pentecost. You cannot remain in a miserable state and carry the load and the burden of guilt. Somebody's got to come crawling up the bank. The coals are hot. Jesus is there. Salvation is near. Come on, could you clap your hands under the Lord? Woo! Shout yes, yes, yes. Church, you ought to just pop your feet and say, Jesus, I'm running to you this morning. Jesus, I'm coming to your invitation. Jesus, I'm ready for fresh fire. Woo. Somebody say yes. <laughs> Look at your neighbor and say he's going to explain something to you. Stick with me. You, you can be seated just a smidge. <laughs> Praise God. Could you get your arms off the back of the bench? Could you uncross your legs? A little? Somebody get a little uncomfortable right now. <laughs> oh, somebody say yes. Can, can, can I just explain it this way? Brother, it has to be God to get you out of the pit. It couldn't be just someone on the shore that says, hey, y'all, got some lunch for you. He can feed your body, but can, cannot feed your soul. It's got to be God in the flesh that gives us that personal invitation. Brother, we're not here, amen, by the accolades of some kind of program. You didn't pass that out today. Amen. You're not here because they said, amen, you just signed this, amen, legislative, uh, amen, numbers roll for the church. And, amen. You're locked in. and Amen. I hope everything's going to be well. Amen. But you're here by divine apport appointment. There's a supernatural layer that's happening here that tugs and pulls. At our, it's got to be God. Somebody say, it's got to be God. Brother, I'm tired of Pentecostals. Amen. In any sense of the form, going the other way. Leaning on the arm of flesh. Depending on some cheap substitute that could never fill the Jesus hole, amen, since the garden, amen. You might find a bottle with a brown paper sack. You might find some needle, amen, poking in your arm somewhere. You might sniff up some crack somewhere, amen, roll a token and smoke it. But I'm here to tell you today, nobody can satisfy like a Messiah that gives an invitation with fresh fire. I don't know about you, but I want fresh fire every day. I want fresh manna every day. I want something fresh. Hallelujah. I'm leaving my disappointment behind. I'm leaving COVID behind. Hello, somebody. I'm leaving fear behind. I'm leaving everything. Woo, somebody say yes. <laughs> can I, hey, brother, can I, can I just explain something? This was the explaining I wanted to explain. This is the... <laughs> Anybody with me in section D over there? Could you give me a phenomenal nod? Yeah. Amen. But, but get this, brother. What if, what if you were an employer, just, just for a little bit of uh, hands-on demonstration, what if you were an employer 
Amen. And you're hiring a particular fella who's very qualified. But brother, this is from human resources, amen, or the vice president of human resources. This is now, you could just simply use some pseudo names from Cheryl Sanders from vice president operations. If your name's Cheryl, don't raise your hand. Hallelujah. The subject is Midwest manager hiring candidate. They say, Rob, I've got a new candidate. His name is Joshua. <laughs> well, to lead our Midwest group, I wanted to run his profile by you before deciding on him. Amen. Joshua comes highly recommended. And he has some real positives going for him. He really does. And this is if you're going to hire Jesus. Amen. But I have my doubts, she said. Tell me what you think of hiring someone like this. Bullet point. Can I explain it? Watch this. I can't find anyone who'll say they've ever seen him learn from experience. You know, because if you're going to hire someone, oh, yeah, he's learned this. He's packed boxes. He's stacked. Don't get me wrong. He grew in wisdom in the flesh. But understand what I'm saying here. Amen. Can't find anyone who'll say ever seen him learn from experience, especially from any of his own mistakes. Because he doesn't make any mistakes from a moral standpoint. Well, usually if you're hiring someone, any business people, you know what I'm talking about. Amen. Anybody analytical here? Watch this. Amen. No one says he's ever even admitted to making a mistake. <laughs> he never apologizes. Oh, I'm sorry, I did that wrong. Not Jesus. Hello, somebody. How about a little more on the resume? His leadership skills haven't improved one bit since he started out. <laughs> His miracles have never increased over time in the sense that, well, I think I can do a better miracle than that one. Oh, yeah. Somebody say, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch this. Watch this. Amen. I've checked his bio and I can't find a single sign of any character growth in him. Not even a trace of it. In other words, he's always been right here. How'd you like to hire someone like that? Now, here's the kicker. Can I say it this way? Well, I feel Holy Ghost anyhow. Amen. What are, you, what are you saying, preacher? Watch this. Amen. Rarely will... He give a straight answer when you ask him a question. Oh, let me give you parable number 55. <laughs> How many are following me? If you're going to get redemption, you need God. If you're going to get, amen, disappointment dissolved, you don't need just some bystander on the seashore. You need God offering you fresh fire. <laughs> Rarely. Amen. Or if you've got an opinion and it's different than his, well, you're just wrong. <laughs> Amen. It's do it my way with him, his way or the highway, no exceptions. I am the way, the truth, the life. <laughs> Amen. He won't even be friends with anyone who won't do what he commands. Yes, he actually does use that word. So she says, so what do you think, boss? Should we hire him? <laughs> Woo! 
when it's just in the flesh. Brother, you don't hire anybody like that. They're going to have some room to grow. They're going to have some room to walk and talk. They're going to be discipled on the job. Amen. An entrepreneur. Amen. But no, not Jesus. Amen. The first time you laid eyes on him 20 years ago, 30 years ago, God never improves. He doesn't have to improve. Amen. God doesn't have to answer you with a straight. He might lead you through the fire instead to learn more about him. But our God is a consuming fire. And he's saying, come on, there's an invitation on the seashore. You don't have to leave defeated. You don't have to leave in doubt. You can run back in the race. Somebody say yes, yes, yes. Yes. Get out of the middle. Get out of the middle. Stop living in the middle. 2020, year revision. Amen. I'm going to say they like they do in Minnesota. You betcha. 2020, it's a year revision, but it was introspective. What do I look like on the inside, God? Am I on the fence? Do I need to make some decisions? And 21, brothers, a year to go forward from 2020 and say, God, I've made up my mind and I'm going through. I've got fresh fire at higher praise. I've got something to shout about. Cancer is gone. Backache's got to go. Hernia is healed. Amen. Thunder and lightning is in the house. Get out of in between two fires and start running to the fire that is. Brother, we've got an invitation. Yes. We've got a divine invitation. That's it. Can, can, I, can I say something? There's a God. Some of these songs that you were singing today are so impeccable, so, so wonderful. But I want you today, just real quick, you don't have to turn there, but Deuteronomy chapter 30 and verse 1. Please don't slow down with me. I'm just going to read some scripture. Is this okay? Thank you, pastor. Is this okay? It don't matter what you think. He said it's okay. Hallelujah. So let's look at Deuteronomy 30 and 1. And it shall come to pass when all these things will come upon thee, the blessing and the curse which I have set before thee, and thou shalt call them to mind among all the nations, whither the Lord thy God hath driven thee. So even if you're in exile, remember Zachor. Remember. Amen. And shalt return unto the Lord thy God. There's the word capitalized, Lord. It's not Adonai. It's Yahovah. It's invoking the name of God. That's how personal he is. And shalt obey his voice. Could all that I command thee this day, thou and thy children with all thine heart, with all thy soul. Verse 3, watch this. Here it is. Here it is. Amen. Deuteronomy 33, 30 and 3. That then the Lord, there it is, Yehovah, thy God Elohim, will turn thy captivity. I'll always be there to pull you out. Somebody say, good, good God. Somebody say, he's a good, good God. He's there to pull us out, sister, in a personal way. Yes, he is. Amen. Now watch this. And then he says, and have compassion on thee and will return and gather thee from all the nations with the Lord. Yehovah, thy God hath scattered thee. I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. I'll do it for you. 
not just Lord, but very personal. His name is at stake. Sister, his name's at stake. If the prayers that he knows he can answer and doesn't answer. His name is at stake when we've taken that big step of faith and and then if he doesn't come forward to go for the rest, to meet you at the point of your pain, his name is at stake. Now, I don't mean to Hebraize you here. And again, we may make you snore in Greek and dream in Hebrew. But I want to, <laughs> I want to say this. If you look at verse 3, it says, thy God will turn. Then in the same verse, and will return. Both of them, the English is different, but look at through a Hebrew stance. Just bring it back to the Hebrew from which it was originally written. And that word is the same word. There's no difference. Turn and return basically is vishav. It still means turn captivity, but, but vishav is two times there. <laughs> now there's a deeper meaning to this. It brings clarity to the scripture. Please don't throw away your KJV. I love it. Amen. But sometimes without the Hebrew, it's as if you're kissing your bride through the veil. What? Praise God. How, how, many, how many know what I'm talking about? And on my wedding day, that wasn't going to happen. Not on my watch. Anybody with me over here? Oh, yeah, praise God. What are you saying, preacher? Vishav simply means this. Amen. Anybody with me? Watch this. It means as if God or God speaks as if it's his own redemption. In other words, amen, I'm not just going to bring you out of your predicament. Come on. Come on. Come on. You're doing good. Come on. Thank you, sir. Amen. It's not come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Thank you. Amen. But no, God says, oh. Amen. Feel a little rough? Got a little discouragement, son? Everything okay? Come on. Come on. I'm here to pull you out. Amen. As if God is going through the same deliverance from exile that you've been in. His nail-scarred hand is wrapped around you. Come on, watch out for this hurdle right here. Amen, step over that, brother. Come on. Amen, right here, you're going to have to jump a little bit. Come on. Oh, yeah. Now you're going to have to take a quick turn over here. You're going to have to come around. Amen. See this mountain? Come on, I'm coming up that mountain with you. Praise God. Everything's going to be all right. Anybody with me right now? Amen. This shot, thank you, sir, simply means, amen. I'm not just going to pull you out. Amen. I brought you, amen, in exile. I allowed it to happen. Amen. I allowed you, Peter, amen, to experience this doubt and disappointment and fear in between the two fires. But Jesus said, I'm going to get so personal. I'm going to go where you are. I'm going to have some fish ready. Amen. You bring some fish. I bring some fish. We become friends, as it were. I'm going to pull you out. God is fixing to walk with you through your exile. He's going to bring you home. He's going to bring you back. Anybody got a testimony here? How many know what I'm talking about? How many remember the day he pulled you out of sin? How many know that he still does it today? How many know he's just as sweet as the mention of his name? Could you clap again to the Lord? Vishav, 
Can I preach it this way real quick? And I'm not, I don't, I, what time is it, brother? Thank you, sir. Praise God. Let's look at this. Did you know, and I love Passover. I love the whole Passover concept. Amen. As a matter of fact, the Lord has given, here we go again. We do a little PowerPoint with Passover. PowerPoint Passover, kind of like that. And uh, we'll go to some churches and we'll actually have a Savior meal. Amen. The four cups of juice and we'll walk through them through the Red Sea. We'll bump into the mountain as it were. Oh man, stand at a distance in awe as the thunder and the lightning, amen, enclose upon it. And the law is given and we'll walk through it. We'll go all the way to where the bread is, the matzah. Amen. The unleavened bread to where the, the very holes in the bread and the stripes that are there are the holes and stripes that he bore. He's our Passover lamb. And we go through all of that. I love the Passover. And uh, from what I understand, brethren, through some study, and I don't want to lose you here, but we've already mentioned just a little bit, but how many remember, remember the blood on the doorposts? <laughs> Amen. He fought. For them, it was the blood of the Lamb. You talk about a type and a shadow of that which was to come. But from what I understand, culture oftentimes, in some senses, predates some of that which even takes place biblically in the history of it all. Archaeology proves this. Other things prove this. Well, how did the enemy know then to do some of the things that God instituted later? Remember, the devil was in heaven. The tabernacle was built from a prototype, or excuse me, the prototype, amen, or, or, or the real model in heaven, this was built after it. The devil knows. But predating Passover even, they would put blood on doorposts. As a matter of fact, brother, they would put blood on the threshold. Simply saying, we have a covenant with our king in this land. I'm, I'm going to concise about a half hour here down to a few minutes. Is this okay? <laughs> now watch. Just by way of a little study, brother, kind of fell in my lap. Amen. From what I understand, when the king came to visit the people in those times, even predating Moses and the blood on the doorposts, amen, that they would come visit the homes. And the blood had to be on the doorpost saying, we are committed and have a covenant with the king. In so much, brother, that the blood was on the threshold. There's a lot of threshold stuff that takes place in the scripture that comes or, 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 or dissipates the clouds of understanding once you understand the threshold. <laughs> Anybody ever remember, here we go again, but you, you carry your bride over the threshold? Antiquity. A lot of these things have been carried on because you never trampled on the blood. How many remember, I believe it's in Hebrews. You don't trample on the blood of Jesus. Threshold. It was a covenant threshold. Amen. What it did, amen, is invited the king in if the covenant blood was on the threshold. He had an invitation. You're welcome here. Somebody say, welcome. <laughs> if it wasn't, no blood, he could order a, 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 a stringent of, of soldiers, you go in here, you annihilate that family. It's like Jesus, brother, when you come with no garment on to the wedding. Amen. Cast them away. How many understand? It's kingdom thinking. It's kingdom speaking. And so they would annihilate the family. Here's my point. Brother, I believe, amen, that when the blood is applied, 
full on the lentils, that may keep the devils out. <laughs> that may keep the death angel, okay, I can't come in here. Amen. But when you also have the blood on the threshold and the lentils, it wasn't just to protect you from death. It was an invitation. You're welcome here. Brother, when Jesus went to the cross, when the nails and all of God that could die, died in Calvary, and the blood shed, and the flesh quivered, it wasn't just to keep hell at bay. It wasn't just to show off hell of the triumph, though it was. But it was also to say, amen, God, amen, you have given me, hallelujah, the opportunity to be washed in that blood. So I give you an invitation to my house. Come on, somebody. I got a gift. What are you saying, preacher? Jesus. Building the fire. Got some fish. Didn't have any. Thank you very much. Praise God. <laughs> Need some baked bread? <laughs> Says they're coming close. Hey, y'all! <laughs> Amen. That's the Georgia kind of Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Throw it on that side. All right. <laughs> 153, 153. 153 mentality. Amen. That means all that he had planned, it's going to happen. <laughs> Diving in the water. And as he's creating, maybe from a distance, John seen, there's holes in his hands. There's holes right there. Wait a minute. Kind of looks like Jesus, but he's marred and scarred. And if I'm not mistaken, I see some of the bead marks. Amen. Of the, of the thistling grab of the thorns. Something's happening. That's, that's, Messiah, that's Mashiach. That's Messiah. He has already shed the blood, not from mere lambs, but he is the lamb. So all the blood could be applied to the threshold so we could give Brother Peter the invitation. The blood has already been shed, brother. Keeps the devils out. Death, you don't belong here. Jesus was making it. I can invite you because the blood's on the threshold. It's an antiquitized threshold covenant that they knew from way back that was practiced in Egypt, that was practiced on Mount Calvary, that eternity takes record. Every one of you have an invitation to the cross of Jesus Christ. Come and dine. The master call. I'm not gonna, if you're waiting for the good part, son, it's happening right now. I'm, I'm not going to preach real, real long. Is this okay? Anybody still with me back there? Well, praise God. <laughs> what are you preaching, preacher? How many remember Moses? <laughs> Strikes the rock. Nothing happens. He obeys the Lord. Down the road, though, speak to the rock, Moses. Angry with the people. Shouldn't have flared. <laughs> Struck it again. Prophecy is not just prediction. Prophecy is pattern. 
When the rock comes the first time, you can strike him. You will strike him. You'll be struck. But when he comes again the second time, you don't strike the rock. You speak to him. When he comes fights the battle of Armageddon, there's no more striking anymore. He's the one with the rod. So Moses can't go to the other side. He understands that. He loves holy Mo. What you going to do with this? And, the, and there it is. And I, I, I'm not going to go to the scripture somewhere, but he simply says, Lord, and I'm, I'm just going to paraphrase, please. I'm asking you, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of begging you, please. I want to, and the Bible says it's something like this in the KJV. There, there's the good land. There, there's the, amen, the goodly mountain. And I want to see Levan, the land of Levan, or Lebanon, Lebanon. I want to see Lebanon, most likely Laban, his father-in-law. Amen, others, some of the lineage from before. I want, I want to see my lineage land. And God simply says, not right now. Not now. Can, can I, please, I, I, I want to close on this note. And I, I want to use specificity here. Is this okay? Can, can, I, can I read this to you? It's just a little bit down the road from he'll come with you out of exile. It's found in Deuteronomy chapter 34 and verse number 5. So Moses, the servant of the Lord, capital L-O-R-D, the servant of Yehovah died there in the land of Moab, Mount Nebo. We could see that, brother, from the other side of Jordan. Do you remember that? Amen. According to the word of the Lord, Yehovah, I love you, Moses. There's nobody, verse number 10, like Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face. This was holy Mo. This was like a friend. But this is my point. Here I go again. Here I go again. Look at your neighbor and say, here he goes again. Like it or not. <laughs> I know I might become part of a rock pile. But what are you preaching, preacher? Amen. If you look at it, it says English is okay. The Lord, amen, the servant of the Lord died there in the land of Moab according to the word of the Lord. Amen. But if you look that up Hebraically, it says something along the line, died by the mouth of God. The word of the Lord, yes, but the mouth of God. In a sense here, amen, it's as if in our language was he died by the kiss of Hashem. Moses, you, you've seen the fire on the mountain. And I won't let you go now. But I got a plan. And I, to, to, to let you know I care, <laughs> let me give you a divine kiss. Which meant in that vernacular, I forgive you. It was the kiss of forgiveness. Look it up, saints. Just look it up. It's awesome. <laughs> you struck the rock two times. You disobeyed. But I'm kissing you. I forgive you. Peter, here's some fish. I forgive you. Come on. 
kisses with the lips of forgiveness. And later, Jesus unzips humanity like lasers. It fills the sky, the Mount of Transfiguration, the Mount Hermon, where at the bottom was the gates of hell, where Peter said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. When every motive, as it were, an idol stared them back in the face to challenge them that there's many gods, Peter said, No, amen, you are. And on that mountain, two stood by the side, Elijah, Elijah. And Moses, who was now in good, the goodly land, in the goodly mountain, and saints, you can see it from that mountain. Just check it out. The land of Lebanon is in full view. Moses got to see it all. Peter, you don't stay in the middle. Moses, I'm not going to leave you in the middle. Amen, I'm going to give you the kiss of forgiveness. I'm going to kiss your way into the kingdom. <laughs> There's a God that cares so much, Pastor, and higher praise. Oh. This last year, brothers, tugged at us, it's pulled at us. Let's be real. Some of you wonder what we're going to do. And I, I know the pandemic's out there, saints. I've done enough study. I could talk an hour. Got some point PowerPoint on it. I'm, I'm, I'm no doctor, but I do understand that a lot of it is Trojan horse. Amen. Seems like there's no flu anymore. Oh, we could go on and on and on. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I know I wore a mask here, and I'm not preaching against anybody with me. Please. I, I learned that early on. I'm not touching nothing. But I just go into stores like I own it. Whoa! Because for me, it lowers my immunity, and I could get sick from it. That's me. So I can't wear one. I got a little doctoral report here. Amen. As for me and my house. I'm sorry, saints. Is this okay? Praise God. I, I'm not knocking. I, I, I wore one in the nursing home. I wore one here. I wore one on the jet when we went to Washington in November. Please understand what I'm saying. Amen. But amen. Understand, saints, you've been through it. I've been through it. Amen. My daddy just passed away about a month and a half ago from North Dakota. Amen. I've never had a close member pass away before. It rocked my world, my patriarch, my, my Korean veteran, my, my hero. A lot of stuff that's happened intimately. But I ain't going to let fear hold me down. I ain't going to let disappointment hold me down. I ain't going to let heartbreak, amen, harness my heart. Vishav, he'll walk through you out of out of the exile. He'll walk with you. Come on, Peter, Moses, I'll give you a kiss. Hallelujah! To know that it's not over till it's over. Could somebody clap their hands under the Lord? Could you stand here? Come on, somebody, let Jesus kiss you. Let Jesus give you a heavenly kiss. Hallelujah. You're forgiven. You can walk. You can walk to the shore. Come on, Peter. I've got some fish there. But for heaven's sake, don't stay between the two fires. You can't. You can't live there. You can't live there. 
You can't live there, brother. Come on. Sister, God's got something for you today. You just, just, if you lift your hands and love them. Somebody help me pray. Somebody. Yes, yes, yes. Come on, there's joy unspeakable for you. God's going to lift the clouds. God's going to lift the fog. There's going to be clarity in this situation. God's going to give me a brightness. God's going to walk through me. Amen. And with me. And take me out of exile personally. Come on. God's going to give me, as it were, a delivering kiss in my soul. Somebody lift their hands and could you just say, Jesus, I'm not staying there. Come on, talk to him personally. Yehovah, Yeshua, I'm not staying in between the two fires. You're going to cloud from my remembrance the time I cursed you. You're going to forgive me for the moment, God, I failed. Amen. I don't have to live in that guilt-ridden world anymore. But I'm running to the seashore where you've been expecting me. (laughs) I may have failed you in 2020. I may have failed you in 2015. I, I don't know. But right now, amen, there's a preacher that's opening this altar for somebody. Somebody's. Take your wife, take your husband, take your children, take whoever you want to. Come alone. But can somebody say, I'm taking a step toward the fire that's on the seashore of Galilee. Come on, Jesus is going to give you a kiss. Come on. He's going to bring you to the goodly land. He's going to bring you to the goodly mountain. You're going to see things that you belong to see. You're going to touch him. Amen. Like nobody else can touch him. Hallelujah. Amen. God needs your personal touch. You can't touch him like Brother Morrell can touch him. And Brother Morrell can't touch him like you can touch him. Jesus is waiting for your caress. Oh, there's room at the altar. Could, could somebody just flood the very front? Could somebody just put your toes against it? Oh, sing it, Sister Nala, come on. There's still room. I wonder if you could bust forth all the way. All the way, somebody place your toes. Come on, that's it. Come on. There's room, there's room. Come on, young man, there's room right here. Could you get as close as you can? Somebody come to the seashore. Somebody come to the seashore right now. Come on, son, come on. He's calling you. Does somebody see the coals? You can smell the fish from the distance. You can smell the bread. It's hot. It's ready. Hallelujah. Come on, come to where Jesus is. And be willing. He loves you. He loves you. God's going to give you a kiss today. It can only be God on the shore. He would never pass the interview. He would never, no, no, you, you, you would never hire him in your life. You would never make him feel welcome. But he is God. Amen. It is his way. But he wants you to experience the best thing on this.
on that chair and lift mine and lift mine. Sacrifice this less. Come on. He's already put the blood on the threshold. He's already, you don't even have to spill blood. You don't even have, he's already given his own. Amen. Just put it there. Put the blood there. Plead the blood over your door. It keeps the devils out. Hallelujah. And it gives him a personal invitation to your house. Come on, somebody's praying. Prayer warriors are praying. Somebody's praying right now. Come on, come on, Brother Peter. Come on home. Come on, come on, saint of God. Leave, leave the doubt behind. Come on, you've been reminiscing. You've been thinking while you're fishing. I wish I could touch Jesus again. I wish I could, amen, hear his voice again. This is your opportunity. This is your right now. This is it right here. Oh, and if my eyes sacrifice is less, Yes, yes, yes. his arms around me. He's not just summoning me, but he's personally taking the same steps. He's in the entourage. He's in the dusty caravan with us. He's come on. He's coming out of the fire with us. Come on, that's it. He's coming out of the doubt with us. He's coming out of the disappointment with us. Jeez. That's it, saints. You may want to lean over and begin to pray with somebody next to you. We've got time for this. Go ahead. If there's brothers, brothers, that's it. Find some. That's it. That's it. Sisters, find another sister. We don't know what we're facing in the next two weeks. We don't know what we're facing in the next 30 days. Our nation is at a crossroads. And with God's help, I'm going to make it all the way through. Come on, church. Come on, higher praise. That's it. We're binding together. Our prayers are going forth. Yes. talking to him. Keep talking to him. Somebody's seen him. He's already put the blood. He's already shed the blood. You can just place it there. There's the invitation. He's given us the invitation. You don't have to live between the two fires. You don't have to stay there today. Come on, somebody. Run to the fire of faith. Run to the fire of forgiveness. Run to the fire of the Lord. That's it, that's it, that's it. Don't stop till you touch them. Don't stop till you know that you know. Come on higher, come on higher, come on praise.
everybody that's at that can lift your hands and begin to sing this singing sister Lord. I will give you all come on that's here somebody lift your hands to the Lord and say God if all is what you want I will not withhold hallelujah I bring nothing less thank you Jesus thank you Jesus And be willing and one more time that your hands under the Lord. Tell them, sing it as a praise and prayer.